Charlie Good threw a dead mouse that hit him on the chin. He only said, oh, These boys, these boys. Quarrels, noise, and bad odours were the prevailing characteristics of Bolingbroke buildings, and old fags, though contributing in some degree to the latter quality, rode serenely through the other two, in spite of multiform aggression. The penetrating intensity of his onion stew had driven two lodgers already from number 476, and was again a source of aggravation to the present holders, old Mrs. Birdle and her daughter Minnie. Minnie Birdie was what was known as a tweenie at a house in Hyde Park Square, but she lived at home. Her mistress, to whom she had never spoken, being engaged by the housekeeper, was Mrs. Bastian Melland, a lady who owned a valuable collection of little dogs. These little dogs somehow gave Minnie an unfathomable sense of respectability. She loved to talk about them. She told Mrs. Reed that her mistress paid hundreds and hundreds of pounds for each of them. They were taken out every day by a groom on two leads of five, ten highly groomed, bustling, yapping, snapping, vicious little luxuries. Some had won prizes at dog shows, and two men were engaged for the sole purpose of ministering to their creature comforts. The consciousness of working in a house which furnished such an exhibition of festive cultivation brought into sharp relief the degrading social condition of her next-room neighbour. Minnie hated old fags with a bitter hatred. She even wrote to a firm of lawyers who represented some remote landlord and complained of the dirty habits of the old drunken wretch next door but she never received any answer to her complaint. It was known that old Fags had lived there for seven years and paid his rent regularly. Moreover, on one critical occasion, Mrs. Reed, who had periods of rheumatic gout and could not work, had got into hopeless financial straits, having reached the very limit of her borrowing capacity and being three weeks in arrears with her rent. Old Fags had come over, and had insisted on lending her fifteen shillings. Mrs. Reed eventually paid it back, and the knowledge of the transaction further accentuated her animosity towards him. One day, Old Fags was returning from his dubious round, and was passing through Hyde Park Square with his canvas bag slung over his back, when he ran into the cortege of little dogs under the control of Meads, the groom. Oh dear, oh dear, muttered Old Fags to himself. What dear little dogs! Hmm, what dear little dogs! A minute later, Minnie Birdle ran up the area steps and gave Meads a bright smile. Good night, Mr. Meads, she said. Mr. Meads looked at her and said, Hello, you off? Yes, she answered. Oh well, he said. Good night, be good. They both sniggered, and Minnie hurried down the street. Before she reached Listen Grove, old Fags had caught her up. I say, he said, getting into her stride. What dear little dogs those are! Oh dear, what dear little dogs! Minnie turned, and when she saw him, her face flushed, and she said, Oh, you go to hell! With which unladylike expression she darted across the road and was lost to sight. Oh, these women, said old Fags to himself. These women. It often happened thereafter that Old Fag's business carried him in the neighbourhood of Hyde Park Square, and he ran into the little dogs. 
One day, he even ventured to address Meads and to congratulate him on the beauty of his canine protégés, an attention that elicited a very unsympathetic response. A response, in fact, that amounted to being told to clear off. The incident of old fags running into this society was entirely accidental. It was due, in part, to the fact that the way lay through a tract of land in Paddington that old fags seemed to find peculiarly attractive. It was a neglected strip of ground by the railway that butted at one end onto a canal. It would have made quite a good siding, but it seemed somehow to have been overlooked by the railway company and to have become a dumping ground for tins and old refuse from the homes in the neighbourhood of Harrow Road. Old Fags would spend hours there alone with his canvas bag. When the winter came on, there was a great wave of what the papers would call economic unrest. There was strike.